This is Chapter 16, Part 4 of The War on Waste Paradox by Lynn Bertain, read by Lynn Bertain. Everyone sort of smiled at Mac's humor, and he went on. Jerry, the only reason we explain any of this stuff to you or anyone is so that you can understand why we are doing what we are doing. It isn't a precise science. Nothing involving human beings is. And this is a human being project, trust me. We think we might have some ideas, and I re-emphasize the word might, that might help you and the company get to a state of profitability faster. That's a better way to organize companies that helps them operate more profitably. And you know what else, Mac? And you know what else, Mac, Mac paused? It will be more fun to work at the resulting company. Let me ask you one more question, okay, Jerry? Jerry nodded his acceptance. Jerry, would you really rather work at the company as it existed before, or as we say it should be after the training is over? You know, I really can't answer that. I sort of see where you're going, but for some reason, I can't imagine even envision working in that environment. It's taken me over 30 years to figure this company out, as it was a month ago, and I don't have 30 more years to figure out this new one. But I do accept the fact that some of these younger people may be here 30 years from now, and I should help them create a company that survives that long. So I will cooperate, and I will support your efforts. You must understand that Mr. Grimes is pretty hard-nosed about certain things. For some reason, he has been going along with this stuff. And I don't think you've crossed him yet. And when you do cross Mr. Grimes and survive, I think all of us will feel a lot more confident that you may have something. Look, Mac, this is pretty basic. If you make Grimes angry and he chases you guys out the door, what do we do? We look to you for support. All of us do. If you get your asses thrown out, we still have to deal with him. He has a temper, and he's going to come after those of us who turned on him. He's done that in the past. I'm sorry to say that, but that's how I feel. I've been through a lot, and I just want to make it through the next 21 months. Mac was speechless for a moment. Jerry really had a handle on the problem, but Mac wanted to proceed. Jerry, you made a good point. Mr. Grimes wants to throw us out because he gets pissed at us at some point. Then you people might suffer. We lose a contract and some momentary cash flow but you have an angry Mr. Grimes to deal with. I understand that. I think that is the reason we have been successful wherever we have worked. Up front, the owner knows what he has to do, and then he does it. He hires us, and then he has to eat crow. Everyone chuckled and relaxed a bit as Mac's calm demeanor and speech soothed our anxieties. Mr. Grimes has had to eat a lot of crow so far, and I can't tell you how many times... Mr. Grimes has eaten it already. He hasn't liked eating crow one bit. But you know what, Jerry? We still haven't provided any ketchup, and he's still eaten every one of those crows, feathers and all, without the ketchup. Again, everyone was smiling at Mac's little humor. Let me give you an example, Jerry. Did Mike Kane start his employment here before you? Jerry nodded. Do you think that it was easy for Mr. Grimes to terminate Mike? 
I don't think it was. Mike was a longtime employee, in fact, a good friend of uh, Mr. Grimes. But Mike was sabotaging this process. On top of it, he endangered the life of one of his employees. I mean, really endangered the life of one of his employees. And Mike didn't show any concern at all for, for Mr. Grimes to do what he had to do was a tough job. But he did it because he's committed. He sees what this process can accomplish. And he didn't want anyone getting in the way, not even Mike. So he encouraged Mike's resignation. Believe me, that was very painful for Mr. Grimes. Every time he eats another crow, he gets further committed to the process. He's almost there, and I think he will be there, and firmly committed when he starts to see the results on the bottom line. That's what this program is all about. Pardon me, guys. I've talked a lot today, and I want to continue this discussion. When we do, we'll talk about what we mean by the system. Clocking out for the day, I realized that I had to go to a parents' club meeting with Sandy. God, I hated these meetings because they really dragged on, and old ladies and old men and people just had to hear themselves talk. As Sandy and I got into the car and headed over to the school, I looked up and the babysitter was holding the baby at the window and he was waving at us. Sandy and I waved back as I pulled the car out of the driveway. I was actually relaxed as we headed into town. The meeting started and a number of issues were raised. The meeting was running smoothly until we hit a snag for the big issue of the evening, the decision to build the playground structure. The discussion had been going on for over 45 minutes when I raised my hand. Sandy almost dropped dead in her seat. I had never spoken at any meeting, let alone a parents' meeting, which were never very interesting, and I never felt that I could contribute. They were talking about spending $40,000 to put an elaborate playground structure in place. One of the alternatives that no one had considered was spending 20% or $8,000 and taking care of 80% of our children's immediate needs. I offered that suggestion and everyone agreed to spend $8,000 of our treasury to test the initial part of the structure and add the rest if the children really used it. That made sense to everyone. On the way home, Sandy was very pleased to hear me sound so intelligent. I told her that it was what I was learning at work. That's the end of chapter 16. These are Chapter 16 Highlights. The creation of the CRB, the Change Review Board, is an important part of this whole process. It is the way we are able to ensure a continuation of the process and move the company to what we call the Quantum Leap Company. It is through the continuation of ideation, that's the process of generating new ideas, and the conversion of these ideas to innovations that our clients are able to sustain this culture. We have spent a lot of time trying to understand the company that evolves from this initial work of the war on waste that we call the Quantum Leap Company. As we have created over 20 Quantum Leap Companies, we have observed the following characteristics of each. Step 1. The CEO leads the war on waste program. The CEO agrees to participate, lead the War and Waste program. You could elect to use any number of programs other than our War and Waste program, any of those lean manufacturing-based programs, and hopefully 
encourage employees to create the change initiative demanded by those programs and follow the procedures of change defined by those programs. The CEO leads this change initiative. Phase zero initiative is what we call it. And he does not pass the responsibility to others. Certainly others may be commissioned to help, but the ultimate responsibility falls directly on the CEO. Step two, recognize ideas. If you get nothing else from this book, understand this. Recognize the importance of ideas is crucial to the success of this paradigm. No blame will protect the idea from renegade bandagers and other knights in the Quantum Leap Company. If ideas have an opportunity to thrive, profits will follow. In a way, this is the magic of the process. Step 3. Manage Innovation In order to ensure a continuous flow of ideas, the CEO must agree to implement a system of innovation to make sure that process improvement and new business ideas are encouraged. The Quantum Leap Company establishes the CRB and creates a portfolio of innovation as the storage location for ideas in the various stages of implementation. The CRB will be responsible for supporting innovation ideas for new markets or business opportunities. Manage Change, Step 4. The CEO must agree that he or she will be in charge of change management within the company. It is not the job of a change agent other than the CEO. The CEO manages the change agent, not the other way around. The CEO must be alert for the next major initiative that will drive the organization to greater success. Define, step 5. Define the energy initiative plan for the company. We have a different opinion now about energy initiatives as a way to drive a business. Initially, we thought change initiatives were the focal point of Jack Welch's approach to change within GE, and indeed it was. Herb Kelleher used a similar kind of a concept when he created Wingdings to manage short high-energy-based change programs within Southwest Airlines. But we now believe that it is the job of all managers to manage and create and encourage ideas within their domain. In fact, we believe that if the CEO sets up the structure of his organization so that Instead of just managing other people's ideas, they manage and encourage ideas from within their structure. And then the company manages how successful those managers were based on the volume of ideas and the success of their implementation. Thank you very much. That's the end of Chapter 16, Part 4. See you in Chapter 17. Thank you very much.